Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Beautifully Complicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sheena, and I am so grateful that you tuned in to the episode. In What's Happening Now, Kavanaugh has been sworn in, so we're talking about the Me Too movement in this new era, the latest climate change report, and voting in November. In self-care, I want to focus in on the art of mindfulness and how it can benefit you. Finally, in Black Excellence, time to spotlight someone who is doing great things for our young girls in tech, Kimberly Bryant of Girl Code. Also, I have something new for you, so stay tuned. No friend host this week, so grab your tea and let's talk. Segment one, what's happening now? He's confirmed. Not only is he confirmed, but he has been sworn in and is now a Supreme Court justice. Yes, the news came in last Saturday evening that the GOP, with the help of West Virginia Democrat Joe Manchin, confirmed Brett Kavanaugh to be a Supreme Court justice. The only Republican holdout was Lisa Mikowski of Alaska, who spoke with sexual assault survivors all Friday evening as she weighed her options. With a 50-48 vote, the most divisive ever and the least of any current sitting justice, Kavanaugh has gotten the ninth seat. This after the very limited FBI investigation that was under the direct instruction of the White House and prohibited investigators to speak to most witnesses, Kavanaugh and Dr. Ford included. It was a sham of a process that resulted in this confirmation being jammed through providing the conservatives with control of the court for a generation. This didn't come easily. It didn't happen quietly. There were plenty of protests in the days leading up to it and the day of the vote. Women flooded Capitol Hill in hopes of being heard one last time. They showed their impalpable anger ahead of the vote, reminding senators of exactly what they were about to do. Give an accused sexual assaulter the highest judicial seat in the land. The GOP did not care. They did it anyway. In this moment of the Me Too movement, we have to ask how. 
how is it that someone this tainted, this compromised, could still be given this opportunity? Is it that men with power still don't care what happens to those who have been hurt or victimized? I get it. Not everyone who was accused actually did it. But the behavior of Kavanaugh during those years when he was in high school and college were well documented by him and his friends. And there were many people who were waiting to give testimony about him to the investigators, but were not given that opportunity. What we saw on Saturday and the days leading up to it was the last stand of the straight white man in power. We heard Trump and others begin to parrot the idea that perhaps Dr. Ford misremembered who her assaulter was. We heard Trump completely mock her in campaign rallies. We heard Grassley state that this was all a Soros conspiracy, which is an anti-Semitic dog whistle that I don't even have time to deal with right now. The Me Too movement has a way of not touching people who are greatly protected by power. Yeah, we saw Weinstein fall, but he didn't have the backing of political power and will. He was a Hollywood elite. Kavanaugh was protected. Everyone in his party was willing to look away to get him in. We shouldn't be surprised. They did the same thing to get Trump elected, even though he had several women come out against him for assault. He had many lawsuits against him for fraud and poor business dealings. Failed businesses upon failed business and bankruptcy upon bankruptcy and not a clue about government. Yet, they elected him anyway, because he meant they had power. This all comes down to ultimate power and maintaining that power for years to come. This is why Republicans risk congressional seats in November for a Supreme Court seat now. That power grab ignored women. It ignored survivors. It ignored a movement. A dark day in American history. Now what's to come? So a few things are now in jeopardy. Women's reproductive rights, i.e. birth control, abortion, and overall autonomy over our own bodies. Gay rights. Workers' rights. Voting rights. Trans rights and many other topics. Basically, the freedoms that we all have been fighting for and those that came before us have been fighting for are all in jeopardy. So what do we need to do? Vote. We need a Congress who can enact laws that protect these fundamental rights. Here's the thing. A lot of this is currently protected by judicial precedent, court cases. If they are all codified into law, We wouldn't have to be so worried about what justice sits on the court because we know we have laws to protect our rights. Another reason why we must vote and can't choose not to is because we have to get to a point where we can enact some real change in the appointment process. We need to get rid of lifetime appointments in the Supreme Court and get term limits for the Senate and House. In order to do those things, we need more power at the local, state, and federal levels. 
please vote in every single election, every single one. We need people in office who are focused on ensuring we all have all of our rights. And seriously, at least in the short term, we need to stop Trump and his horrible ways. Well, also in the last week, the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change issued its report on climate change and its effects uh, if worldwide change doesn't happen soon. So to sum up some of their findings in the report, climate scientists state that the Earth shouldn't go beyond 1.5 degrees Celsius than it already is or we will see a catastrophic shift in the world as we know it today. The report loosely states that the warming of the planet will result in hundreds of millions of people to be affected by drought, flooding, starvation, insect life will diminish, greatly affecting crop yield. We could lose from 90 to 99% of the coral reef. Most marine life will be lost. Basically, the one and a half degrees Celsius is stating that if we tip even a half degree Celsius warmer, there is no turning back. Right now, we still have a chance. We still have a chance if we as a world get serious about the impact some of our current habits have on the climate and make real changes. Now, as we all remember, Trump pulled the U.S. out of the Paris Agreement because he's an idiot and he doesn't believe in climate change. But we as a country can still do the right thing. We can work to limit our emissions. We can use tech to our advantage, innovation, reforestation, and in the power that big corporations have on deregulation. We have to stop overfishing our waters and be smart about protecting our insect population. The report stated we have 12 years, 12 years to protect our planet and the life forms that inhabit it or else we'll see the increase in that impact over time and significant changes by 2040. That's 22 years from now. That's not very far off in the future. It's not far removed from us. This is now. Currently with the current agreements of all the nations in the Paris Agreement, we still are on track for a three degrees Celsius temperature change. That is dire. Many countries are putting business interests ahead of the fate of the planet and people. It's astounding. We would rather watch a few people become wealthier than see the protections of our planet that sustains life. We are currently seeing the largest human migration in modern history. One reason being because of the effects of climate change. I won't even get into the fact that many of the nations who are the largest contributors to climate change are turning away the very people who are impacted by it and seeing record drops droughts and loss of food sources hunger and poverty are becoming even more rampant and yet we're focused on how the wealthy get wealthier it truly irritates the hell out of me how can we be so selfish it makes no sense jeopardize the world for a few dollars 
Well, I'm hoping this report open up some eyes for the people in power, and I hope all of us do our part to push for change in our governments, environment, and economically. It's time we begin to see the humanity in each other so we can protect one another. It's time we see the importance of the animals and planets that planet uh, plants that surround us in our uh, in order to protect them and their habitat, or else we see the demise of the entire planet and life as we know it. That's not conjecture. That's fact. Listen, people, we need to vote. There is so much at stake, so much. We have a lot to be worried about. I hate to be an alarmist, but I'm sounding the alarm. There is no need to sit here and pretend like this isn't a big deal. It's a major deal. Basic human rights are now the table. If you believe that your vote doesn't matter, think again. You can lose so much if you choose to be complacent. Get active and use your voice. Your voice. Use your voting powers. Speak out. March. Donate. Get active. We have to shift the powers in our country. And honestly, we need to see a shift worldwide. But it has to start with us. Far-right politics are sweeping the world in an unprecedented manner and can result in some serious changes that will have lasting impact, like what we're seeing in climate change. We need cooler, more intelligent minds to prevail. I implore whatever reason on that date. I implore all of you to vote on November 6th. If you don't think you'll be able to make it to the polls, do absentee voting if it's for those who know they can't make it on election day, if you don't have a ride, Uber and Lyft will be giving free rides to the polls. Download the apps now and let everyone you know to do the same. Make sure you have ID and are ready to submit your vote. There are many things this administration, the Republican Party overall is working to do to make sure you don't get the opportunity to vote. We have seen so many different acts of voter suppression Uh, in Georgia just now uh, we are hearing about uh, over 50,000 votes not being accepted by the Secretary of State who just so happens to be running for the governor also of Georgia yet he is controlling his own votes by choosing to not accept the votes of 50,000 people or the voter registration of 50,000 people. We are seeing many people learning after the registration period closes that they have been um, purged from the voting rolls when they were just on the voting rolls and they checked like a few weeks prior. You must, 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 must make sure that you have not been purged. The Republican Party is really pulling out all the stops. Uh, there was an, a, a, a a case related to North Dakota that just went to the Supreme Court. Hello, that just seated uh, Judge Kavanaugh that has decided that, yep, absolutely, North North Dakota's voter ID laws are totally constitutional and they're within their right to say that if you don't have a street address in which would you would need to have on your ID, then you cannot vote. Knowing good and well that indigenous people who live on reservations do not have street addresses. And so they will not be, they will be blocked out of voting. The people whose country this truly is. 
let's just take that as fact right now. The people whose land we are on at this moment in the United States are going to be blocked out of voting because they don't have streets in their reservation that they've been pushed to by the people of this country who are immigrants to this country. It's so disturbing, but they are really pulling out all the stops. It appears that the only way Republicans win now is by cheating. It is by blocking everyone else from voting. So if you don't think your vote counts, trust and believe it really does count because they would not fight this hard to keep you from having the ability to vote. If your vote did not count, this is like what we saw during the civil rights movement. And the fight for the right to vote. We saw so many different tactics used during Jim Crow to prevent black people from voting. And we are seeing tactics being used again to keep black and brown people from voting because they majorly, majority of them vote of us vote Democratic and Republicans don't like that because Republicans from this point forward can't win on a popular vote. They can only win by gerrymandering and by the Electoral College at this point because they are in the minority of the population, but they don't care. So they want minority rule. And by getting minority rule, in order to be able to do that, they must ensure that they protect themselves by purging you from the voting rolls, creating voter ID laws, and finding new ways to prevent you from voting. Um, another thing they're doing is closing polling places as well as driver license places places um, in the areas that are predominantly uh, black or predominantly people of color to prevent them from having the opportunity to vote so they, they would have to drive 50 miles to go to the voting polls it's insane this is what we saw during Jim Crow South. There is nothing changing in this country. It is cyclical and we have to be the change and we have to stop this and remind them that they only have power because they were voted in to have power, but they cannot cheat to can to maintain that power. It's ridiculous and it's disgusting, but we have to continue fighting and continue working to change this. We just have to keep pushing and we have six weeks until the election. So please show up November 6th and support the Democratic candidates so that we can get a shift and a change in the electorate that we have right now. We need change in power. We need change in the Senate. We need change in the House. Uh, please, please, please vote. Please donate to campaigns. Please support any way that you can. If you have been disenfranchised and you are a convicted felon and you are not allowed to vote in your state, then by all means, just please do what you can to rally other people to vote and Use that power that you have of your voice to spread um, knowledge and information so we can get people to the polling places. If you can't vote, at least somebody else can vote and you helped push them to be your voice in the movement. So we have a lot to do. Um, we have to get back to holding power. So just go vote. Segment two, self-care. So I want to 
talk about mindfulness and how it can and should be used by you guys to help find some peace and get clarity in life. Mindfulness has been a word that has been used more and more in the last couple of years as more people are seeking self-care. There are plenty of people talking about it and its effects on real life and doing it actively. Mindfulness is defined as the psychological process of bringing one's attention to experiences occurring in the present moment, which one can develop through the practice of meditation and through other training. Layman's terms. It's being attentive and present in the now, something that is a struggle for so many of us, especially in the current climate that we live in. So many of us are probably struggling with being present. Distractions surround us. I actually was up a few days ago in my 4 a.m. creativity strategy session when God gave me this major reminder. He reminded me that distraction is a destiny killer. So powerful that I wrote it in my notebook that I was writing in, in large letters covering the page. We are all so distracted right now. Social media, emails, news, you name it. If there is ever a time we all could use some mindfulness, it is now. So I want us to begin to make it a part of our routine and get in the habit of being more mindful. So let's dig in. Mindfulness is really derived from the Buddhist tradition of sati and vipassana. The focus of it is to develop self-awareness and wisdom, something I know I have been focused on over the years of going deeper into. It is believed that it will lead you to become enlightened and free from suffering, which basically is something we all could use right about now and honestly for life. I like to think I have a good mindfulness practice. And I've definitely been able to achieve higher levels of wisdom, self-awareness, and enlightenment. It is life-changing in that it affects how you approach everything you encounter in life. So what are the ways you can practice and enhance your own mindfulness? Number one, meditation. People, meditation is so important. It's become a major part of my life and has truly helped me find my center of peace. I recommend it to people all of the time. I know the first thing that people will say is they can't concentrate well enough to do it or they tried it and it didn't feel like it was working. They couldn't clear their mind for a set period of time. Let me tell you right now. You won't be able to clear your mind for 20 to 30 seconds at the beginning. It took me several months before I could even focus for about 45 seconds in meditation. So don't focus on that. Just walk through the motions of meditation. Trust me, it's working. As thoughts come in, just focus in on them and ride them to the dissipation. I heard someone once say to take the thought and put it in a bubble and focus in on it until it floats away. It's a great way to walk into mindfulness. It's observation without judgment. Great practice, people. I recommend um, downloading and using a guided app for it. I like Calm. I sometimes use meditation timer, which gives some nature sounds and times your meditation practice, but it also has some guided meditations. There is also Headspace, which is really popular. So find an app and download it. I'll link a few on the Facebook page, but find a quiet place and start out and 
at about five minutes twice a day and build from there. If you think you don't have time to meditate, then you definitely need to meditate. Two, yoga. Yoga is everything. I've been doing it since I was a freshman in college, not consistently as I'd like. So I'm now expert level yogi, but it is something I partake in often enough to know that it can be quite impactful on helping to become more mindful and present. One of the core tenets of yoga is being present in the moment. It's essential to flowing into and holding the poses. It takes you from being reflective on your day or what you just read or whatever to being present right there where you are, feeling the ground rooted at your feet, the energy flowing as you stretch upward. It's all about being right there right now. Obviously, there are great benefits physically with yoga and spiritually, honestly, too. But learning the presence, true presence is major. I tell you, after leaving a yoga session many years ago, I was driving down the highway and was stuck in traffic. I had a moment where I could literally smell the flowers from the park that was about a half a mile from me. I had never truly smelled the flowers before that moment, but because I was still in a moment of absolute presence, I was open to experience what was happening around me in that moment. It was mind blowing and quite impactful. I don't think I'll ever forget that experience. It was so powerful. That's when I realized truly how powerful yoga is. I recommend being mindful of your expertise level, your body, your own physical barriers before doing it. You can do a practice at a studio or at home. There are some great instructors out there. I love going to studios, but with my travel, I don't get to do it like I like. So I subscribe to Yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. She is so great and my favorite YouTube yogi. So check her out. Number three, mindful eating. Now, you may think I'm crazy for that one, but think about how often we mindlessly eat without paying attention to that moment. We just inhale. Seriously, I don't think we either we even allow ourselves to truly taste the food, but you can practice mindfulness when eating and allowing yourself to slow down and experience each bite and flavor, pulling away from distractions and just focusing in on that moment. Since it's something we do every single day and we're always doing, it's an easy way to practice mindfulness. So choose a meal time or do all meal times and be mindful. There are so many ways you can practice mindfulness. You can do the three things I mentioned. You can take it further and implement it throughout your day. Mindful showering can be powerful. I find myself being most creative in the shower. It's like my creative juices are activated by the flow of the water. Allow yourself to be present in that moment and truly experience it. Mindfulness when talking to people, actively listen. Uh, being present in that moment with that person. First of all, it will greatly improve your communication skills. Also, it would deepen relationships like you wouldn't believe. That's something we all can do better and need to do better. Mindfulness becomes a lifestyle. It may be a buzzword floating around and something that you ignore, but in all seriousness, it's all about being present and allowing yourself to be enlightened by the moment. 
it's a powerful thing that we all need to improve our lives and interactions with one another and the world around us. Segment three, Black Excellence. Time for Black Excellence shout out, spotlight, whatever you want to call it. I want to shine a light on the amazing Kimberly Bryant. Kimberly Bryant is the founder of Black Girls Code, a program that brings computer coding to the black community by way of young black girls. Bryant, a Vanderbilt-educated electrical engineer, founded Black Girls Code when her own young daughter expressed interest in learning computer programming. Bryant, at this point a resident of the Bay Area, noticed that there were no programs that were geared towards her daughter where she could learn the skill and be in an environment of people who looked like her. Other little black girls. Since she herself... uh, went through the experience of having little to no people who looked like her when she was going through the education in electrical engineering. She didn't want her daughter to have that same experience. So she embarked on an incredible journey that now has brought us Black Girls Code. I stand. The focus of Black Girls Code is to provide young girls of color an opportunity to learn in-demand skills in programming and tech overall. With the lack of women in STEM, she wants to change that by exposing them to tech early on and providing an opportunity they otherwise wouldn't have had, which truly is why so few women of color are in STEM. As a woman in STEM, hello, biology degree. I am glad to see the efforts around this. I am also quite ecstatic that this program focuses on tech and useful skills in tech at that. Tech is truly the wave of the future in an area where we need to get all of our little black and brown kids and more involved in. Programs like Black Girls Code is just what our communities need. If we truly want to see our kids... We want to set them up with an amazingly bright future. This is where we should direct those with an interest in it. Black Girls Code isn't just about getting our kids future jobs at big tech companies. It's setting them up to launch those companies. So they are the job creators. That's a vision I can get behind and support. Thanks, Kimberly Bryant, for taking that moment with your daughter and turning it into a major opportunity for all of ours. It is a phenomenal program that I am excited about and can't wait to see the influence it would have on other programs that may be in the pipeline. Kimberly Bryant is truly a bright light in the black community. Special announcement. Okay, guys, in the intro to this episode, I alluded to a surprise announcement that I would make in this episode. So here it is. I am adding a new segment to the show called The Biz Corner. Woo! So longtime listeners of the show know that I am an entrepreneur. Business is so my life. Like, it is my everything. <laughs> Y'all, I watch Bloomberg and CNBC often just for the talk on business and industry. I read, study, and engulf myself in it. Not to mention, I've launched my own business. I have my own marketing agency, Empowered Strategy. I have a beauty biz in the works. And I've added in a business consultancy arm focused on strategic mapping and business optimization for startups. It's getting serious, people. So... I was thinking, why not bring my love of business to Beautifully Complicated? And now I bring you segment four, 
the biz corner in this segment i'll provide some tips insights or business news that can be impactful to you the listener especially my fellow entrepreneurs and those who have been musing about becoming one even if it's just a side hustle it's real so stay tuned to upcoming episodes i'll provide deeper insights in the business realm that will help not only in your own endeavors but life in general i'll keep this segment short and sweet super excited about what's to come that's the show thanks for tuning in to the beautifully complicated podcast with me your host sheena hunt it has been a great show that covered plenty in segment one what's happening happening now i got to recap the latest in the kavanaugh confirmation and swearing in boo Ugh, when will it end? Also covered the climate change report after Hurricane Michael hit earlier this week. We're reminded of just how serious climate change truly is and devastating. Its effects are here and all around the world. We seriously need to make some real significant changes, y'all. In segment two, self-care, I wanted to bring you to the place of practicing mindfulness. It's time to get in the present, in the moment, right now. Something so many of us so desperately need. And something I know I want to continue to get better at. So I'm sharing three ways you can practice mindfulness and how it can benefit you. In Black Excellence, segment three, I wanted to talk about a true boss woman in tech. Kimberly Bryant, founder of Black Girls Code. She is single-handedly transforming how our girls interact with technology, and I am excited about it. Follow her on Twitter at 6gems, that's the number 6-G-E-M-S. Oh, and I teased a new segment that will start in the next episode, The Biz Corner. I'm so excited and can't wait to start that segment. If you haven't already, make sure you like the Beautifully Complicated podcast page on Facebook, link in the show notes follow me sheena your host on instagram and twitter at sheena d1 s-h-e-e-n-a the letter d and the number one like the show rate and describe uh, subscribe and share with family and friends make sure you continue the conversation from the show on our page or with those around you i look forward to hearing from you stay connected stay fabulous and always remember the best life is beautifully complicated deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.